right, I'll, uh, I'm just going to try to fill my way out here. Um, we might have, might have two messages tonight. We don't always get Brother Ben with us, and, and, uh, we'll just see how it goes tonight. And, uh, I got something just kind of on my heart, and, um, if you'll turn to the 138th Psalm. <coughs> and um, I thought about just various things I could try to, you know, trying to get direction from the Lord on where to go. And, and so, uh, you know, I... Um, just the Lord kind of led me here, and um, you know there's a there's so much that um, is going on right now that it's just difficult sometimes to um, not interject your own will and mind the will of God, and because uh, there's a whole lot I would like to deal with, right? <laughs> a whole lot I'd like to say. And uh, if you knew how many Facebook messages and uh, posts I deleted today and didn't post, uh, you'd understand what I'm saying. Um, and um, I just kind of thought, you know, I've come to the point, you know, that's not, this is our business right here. And I'm not saying that this country uh, we don't need to be uninvolved in. You understand what I'm saying. But as we see the day approaching, um, I don't know about you, but I, I dream of another city, another country. Uh, where I belong more than I belong here, and in um, no way advocating any you know disrespect towards our you know great land. We have a great country, and I love it. I'm glad I live here. And uh, say, well, I'm not. Well, go live in Russia for a while or China. You'll love it then, right? But no, I, I, we do love this country, but we know this isn't our home. And so sometimes you get caught up with the affairs of this life, and um, and the Lord just kind of brings you back around. So I just, the Lord kind of led me to this uh, chapter here, this 138th Psalm here. <clears throat> and so I'm just going to take just a little bit and and preach through a couple of these verses. And uh, if we have enough time, I'll probably let Brother Ben preach also. And um, But we'll just kind of see how it goes, okay? Uh, but um, we are looking at the 138th Psalm, and uh, verse number one says, I will praise thee with my whole heart, and before the gods will I sing praise unto thee. Now, is everybody uh, got in their Bible a little G right there in that verse? Okay. All right. And so uh, this is uh, uh, the psalmist saying here with some determination, some... Um, uh, uh, just, uh, I don't know, some zeal, I guess, is the word that I'd like to use. That is just um, whatever he's going through during this time, whatever has brought about this um, situation that's got him to the place where he is. Uh, I'd like to say that this is kind of where the Lord's brought me. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know about you, but um, I, I have really, and I meant that earlier, I have lost all confidence in mankind completely. And, uh, um, and so, which we never, should have never had probably any anyway. 
way. But um, uh, so uh, you look around at the loss and the dying world and the things that are going on, and um, it's just a it's a shame at how blinded uh, men are by the God of this world. They're blinded and they cannot see, and uh, they have no idea what's about to come upon them. And uh, so um, you know that's uh, something that um, we can talk about after the service. But uh, what's kind of gotten me to the place where I am through this COVID situation, through the political situation in our country, is I've just really come to the place and I thought, you know, um, after seeing all that is going on in the earth, uh, is something in my soul is just tired. Are you just tired of it? I'm tired of all the fighting. I'm tired of all the rioting. I'm tired of all the fear. I'm tired of all the, I mean, I'm just tired. I'm just, I don't know about you. I'm just tired of it all. I didn't, I didn't, I don't know that I even watched any of it go down. They wouldn't leave my phone alone, dinging, um, you know, uh, massive protests and people are killing each other and you know, all this stuff. You know, they blow it up all out of proportion and my phone would ding and ding and ding. And I thought, man, if I wouldn't miss a church, remember, I'd turn that thing off. Uh, but, uh, you know, and I just got to the place where I thought, and I, and I just tried my best to stay in my Bible uh, most of the day today. And God just worked this into my heart. I will praise thee with my whole heart. I think some of our problem in our country here is our uh, is the condition of our heart. We are you, You've heard this statement uh, being made or this word being used, half-hearted. Any of you young people heard your parents tell you when you're playing sports, don't do it half-heartedly, Right? When you're mowing the yard, don't do it half-heartedly. For whatever you're going to do, do it with all of your right. If you're going to rake leaves, if you're going to, whatever you're going to do, do it with all your heart, right? Do it with everything you got and do it right. And uh, why is it we can apply that in life sometimes, but with the worship of God, we've been very half-hearted, haven't we? I mean, we'd, ha- we'd all have to say amen to that. I think to, uh, um, you know, if I know anything about the condition of mankind here in our time, I'd have to say most of us have gotten to a place where we're kind of half-hearted, aren't we? Our devotion to the Lord is kind of half-hearted. It's kind of split. It's split between the things that we want it to be, uh, that we want to spend time with, and it's just kind of split. And, and, and you can notice that. You go into um, just many churches, the, the worship of God, and again, I'm not talking about a great manifestation of some kind of uh, uh, overly emotional type thing. I, I mean, it will include that uh, to a degree, but I'm just talking about it just doesn't seem like, you know, that we are, we're at a place where we really, really want to worship God with our whole heart. I, 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 think, uh, I think that the, the good that's coming out of this is God is, is stripping those things out from underneath us one by one, where we can get to a place where we'll worship God again with our whole heart. I mean, if you notice, most of, most, uh, uh, most of our Christian walks, we're walking very half-heartedly. It's, we take everything else serious. We've taken the elections a whole lot more serious than we do the worship of God Almighty. That ought to be the most serious thing in our life ought to be the worship of God. It, that's what it ought to be, right? The, mo- the, most, the most diligent, the most, uh, if we're going to do anything with our entire being, with everything in us, it ought to be the worship of Almighty God. And everything in us ought to worship God. It, uh, we, we ought to have at least a determination. At least we ought to be at the point where we notice in ourselves that we don't have that. And that ought to produce some sorrow in it. Has anybody else noticed that about yourself? And you're just, you're, 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 um, you're, uh, um, you feel guilty of that? It's like, God, I want to worship you with my whole heart. But I think I'm almost more upset that I don't want to want to any more than I do. Anybody ever feel that way? Does that make sense? Like, uh, uh, um, I, I really don't know how much I want to worship God with my whole heart. That ought to trouble you. 
right? I mean, we ought to want to get back to the place where the psalmist come to the place here. We said, I will worship God with my whole heart. And so I didn't notice here's what he didn't say. Sometimes it's just as good as what we did say. What he doesn't say here, he doesn't say, I'm going to wait for God to do something miraculous upon me to put me into a place where I'll worship him with my whole heart. That's not what he said. He said, I, me, responsibilities on me, I am going by the grace of God to worship God with my whole heart. And you know what? I, you know how much that would affect everybody else? It's going to happen. He's going to talk. We're going to see that here as we move on down to the service. But he made some determined. He had a determination that was some zeal with, with, with everything in him that he was going to worship and praise God with all of his heart. Isn't that right? And so uh, he said that first. And then he said this. He said, before the gods will I sing praise unto thee. And so in this worship, he's going to be praising God. And then he's going to be singing unto God. And so, uh, you know, he talks about the condition of his heart. He said, my whole heart, I'm going to praise you from my whole heart. And then the next thing I'm going to do, I'm going to sing and praises unto God. I'm going to praise thee and sing these praises before uh, all the other little G gods. What's he saying? He's talking, and, uh, um, and really I, I kind of just uh, am throwing this in here. But what I see is he's going to worship and praise God unashamedly. That's what I see here. He said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sing praises unto God, and I don't care who hears me talking about him. Amen. Right? Wouldn't that be good for us to get a little bit of that in us? Hey, some people don't even feel at ease in the church house singing unto God. They're embarrassed to sing about God in the church house. This ought to be the one place where you ought to feel at ease to sing and worship and praise God, don't you think? Yeah, you want to take off. I'm like Billy Kelly said. You can jump as loud as you want to and shout as, as, as high as you want to, shout as loud as you want to, as long as you land on both feet and you walk straight and talk where I can understand you. I'm for it. You ought to feel, you ought to feel comfortable. You know what? It might get me to shouting if you'll start doing it. It might get me to praise him if you'll start praising him. You know, you might be the one person, maybe God would, may, maybe you'd get it in your heart to say, God deserves to be praised, and I'm going to praise God no matter what else happens. I'm going to praise Him from my heart. I'm going to sing praises to Him, and I don't care who in here, what they think about it. I'm just going to praise God with all of my heart. Amen. Say, well, I'm not worthy of it. You don't know what I said this week. All the more reason to praise Him. Amen. You're still breathing, aren't you? All the more reason to praise Him. Well, I, I just don't feel worthy to praise him. Well, if, there, if we were waiting on being worthy to praise him, would none of us be praising him, would we? None of us are worthy to praise him. I'm praising him when I do praise him, and I'm short on my praising already this year. But when I do praise him, I'm praising him because I am not worthy to be praising him. I don't deserve to be here in this church with these good folks here tonight in front of the God of heaven and to be praising God the kind of life I've lived, the kind of person that I am. I don't deserve to be worshiping and praising and singing God about the praises of God. Uh, he's talked about in a strange land, but now here in front of strange gods that are out in all the earth. So he's, he's not just talking about in the, in the church house, in the, in the temple, or in the tabernacle. It is, if it's David here talking, as they say that it is, it would be the tabernacle at the time. If he was in the, not just in the tabernacle, uh, but everywhere. I'm going to in front of all the earth. I want the earth to hear me. That there, There's no hope in the Republicans or the Democrats or really in the United States. There's only hope in this God of heaven that is marvelous and great is his name worthy to be praised. Amen. And uh, that's the determination he's got in his soul. Now, 
You all know you better not vote Democrat. You know how I feel on that. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is this man's hope, this man's determination in his soul was, you know what? I know how bad things are out there in the world. And I know there's all these idols and gods and people are going through all this mess is going on. But I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know what they're going to do down there in this side of uh, uh, Harriman. I don't know what they're going to do over here in Kingston. I don't know what they're going to do at North Rockwood. I don't know what they're going to do in Spring City. I don't know what anybody else is going to do. But I am going to praise God with my whole heart. That's what I'm going to do. That's what he's saying there, Brother Mark. He got some, just some Holy Ghost, just some, something about him that's like, you know what? There's nothing else in the world to live for. There's nothing else that, that, that could be done right now that would, be, would, would cause more of a positive effect on the world than for God's people just to get back to the place where we start praising God unashamedly again. And, and, and however you want that to manifest itself, uh, just some, just some praise in God. You know, some, I, I don't, I, I don't have any particular flavor of any type of praise. I like all of it. Don't you? I like somebody stand up. Woo! Hallelujah. I, I like it. Go on. I like somebody stand up and their lips quiver and they can't even hardly say what they wanted to say. And they just sit down. I like that kind too. I'm, my heart's with them. I'm thinking, I know exactly what you're talking about. Right? You know what I'm talking about? Boy, that, wouldn't, that, wouldn't, that, wouldn't that help us? I mean, when everybody else is, I mean, I, I, I mean, just uh, you just look on social media, and, and I mean, Baptist preachers, independent Baptist preachers who claim to love God are on there inviting each other to have fist fights out in the parking lot. It's the biggest bunch of trash I've ever seen in all my life. Our business ain't down here. Our business is praising and worshiping God. That's where my business is. Right? And that would help us. It would just help us to say, look, I don't know what they're going to do. I'm not, you know, I don't even have, I really don't even have the, uh, I, don't, I don't have it in me anymore, really, to put, to, to say anything about it anymore. You know what I just want to do about it? I just want to, if, if, it'll be a rebuke enough to them if people would just see us praising God unashamedly with our whole heart. Amen. <laughs> you mean we lost the Senate? I didn't know. I was worshiping God with all of my heart. I didn't see it. Just get stirred up a little bit for God. You better get stirred up for God. If you think it's bad now, it's going to get a whole lot worse. <laughs> you, better, you better start encouraging yourself in the Lord. And you better uh, restore some confidence and some praise and some worship in Him. Hey, we've gotten in bad shape, hadn't we? We got to the place, hey, we're, 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 we're almost ashamed to praise Him anymore. And I'm going to tell you, I understand the feeling. I, I think most people, they just don't want to be hypocritical. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think anybody has sat down and said, you know what, I'm done praising God. It's really, I don't even enjoy it that much anymore. I don't know anybody that's done that. Maybe you have. And you're, you, I don't know about you. I, I don't know if I can help you much. But I think what's happened to most people is they've just gotten cold little by little and we've just gotten indifferent little by little and we've magnified these problems and we've, we've looked out at the waves and the ocean going by and we, we, we've, we've got our minds over everything uh, that has to do with anything godly and we've gotten just so so cold and distant and, 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 and we've gotten really to the point we don't have that fire in us anymore to even want to really praise God. And we're going to have to get back to the place where we start praising God. I'm telling you. It, it, and I, and I, like, I like what happens here. Let me, let me go on. But he said, I will praise thee uh, with my whole heart. I, I, I'm going to, you know, for in order for us to do that, we're going to have to get some things out of our heart, aren't we? We've got our, we've got our hearts split 
and, 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 and divide it into pieces. And, uh, and you know what? God's wanting back again. He's wanting, you know, he told his people before, he said, be anxious for nothing. And don't, don't worry about anything. What you're going to eat, what clothes you're going to put on your back, don't worry about none of that. The Holy Ghost knows what you have need of. You just get busy about doing God's business and God will take care of your business. Do y'all believe that? I still believe that, Mark, in 2020, 2021. If we'll just take care of what God told us to do, if we'll just get back to worrying about getting this gospel out and praising God and worshiping God in a strange land in front of strange gods, and we'll just worship the creator, the creator God of heaven the way he deserves to be worshipped with our whole heart once again, I think God will just take care of everything else that needs to be took care of. Now, don't quit your jobs. You still got tithe. I'm just, I'm, I'll tell you what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to just encourage myself in the Lord, Brother Ben. I'm just, I'm just trying to, that's all I can do. There's nothing else really much going on encouraging out there anymore. Anybody get any encouraging news on Fox News today? I didn't get none on Newsmax, OAN, right side broadcasting, all this other bunch of mess out there. I didn't get encouragement in the Lord from none of that mess. But when I got in the Word of God and I seen a man that was probably about to say we're in, and he said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to get in here and I'm going to praise thee with my whole heart and I'm going to do it in front of everybody. I want everybody to know. I don't know what they're wrapped up in. All that their cares are, and, and, a thing, and their affections are geared toward. I want them to know where I stand. And where I stand is I'm still going to worship the God of my fathers. I'm still going to worship the God that saved me. I'm still going to praise the God who's been good to me and faithful to me and is never going to leave me or forsake me because it's in him only that we have any hope anyhow. He said, I'm going to praise him. I'm going to worship him. I just That's what I'm going to do. That's what I want to do this year. I just want to praise God. I don't know what they're going to do to this country. I may not even be able to get, stand up here and say, ladies and gentlemen, anymore without them arresting me. I don't know what these nuts are going to do. They're half crazy. Don't, none of them have, a, have an ounce of sense left in them. I don't know what they're going to do. But I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep on praising God, and they won't ever stop me from doing that. They might lock us up. You know what we'll do? God will give us a song in the night. We'll just sing in the jailhouse. How's that sound? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> and there might be some little old jailer in there that might hear us singing about how good God is and how Jesus saved us from our sins and purged us from our sins and cleansed us and washed us whiter than snow. And he might fall down and say, sirs, what must I do to be saved? <laughs> you don't think it's bad in Paul's day? You don't think the political scene Jesus was born into was a mess? You better believe it was a mess. God, hey, God, God, God operates in times like this. This is, this is a time when we really give God some glory. When it looks bad out there to everybody else, it looks good to me and you. We still see Jesus. But sirs, we wouldn't see Jesus. Boy, keep your heart and mind on him, would you? I will praise thee with my whole heart. Before the gods will I sing praise unto thee. I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness. Isn't that a beautiful word? That's a special word. That's a Bible word there. And uh, I want to say this quickly, but he said, I'll worship toward thy holy temple. You know something? I ought to have something in me greater than what David's got right here, if you think about it. Because, you know, he couldn't enter into where the ark was. When they worshiped, they weren't permitted in there, right? They worshiped towards it. 
they weren't allowed in. So they, they were on the outside and they would face towards where the presence of God was to be and they would worship towards where the presence of God was in the tabernacle, in the temple. Do I even need to go where I'm wanting to go, brother Tony? <laughs> but this man, our forerunner, even Jesus, has entered into the very presence of God for us, obtained eternal salvation. And so now that holiest, the way into that holiest wasn't that made clear, but now it is. Now you and I have an anchor uh, within the veil. You and I enter boldly into the throne. We go right into the presence of God at any time, any place. And I know I've said that before, but I'm going to say it again. You and I, if anybody's got something to praise God for, it's not me and you on the outside praising towards it's me and you that have what he was praying towards on the inside what he was looking towards and trying to see in that tabernacle and could not see that Shekinah glory coming down that Shekinah glory that was in the tabernacle over the mercy seat is indwelling your mortal body and I believe as much as I'm breathing a little more because I'm out of shape but as much as I'm standing up here tonight, I believe the God of heaven indwells me. Do you believe that? Man, if somebody's got something to praise God for, if somebody's got something to praise God for, it ought to be me. You know how many times I've prayed, God, don't take thy spirit from me? That many times. I ain't never prayed that prayer. I've prayed, God, forgive me for quenching the spirit. <laughs> But I know nothing about God taking his spirit from upon me like that. I know nothing of the spirit of God was on for me. He has faithfully walked with me as a friend. He is faithful than a brother. He's sticking closer than any brother. He's a faithful friend. He's a faithful servant uh, unto the people he came not to serve, uh, uh, not to be served, but to serve. And he's uh, uh, the most faithful, the most, uh, the most holy, the most righteous, the most loving, the most kind, the most generous, the most merciful, the most loyal friend you'll ever have on this earth. And we ought to be praising him for it. Thank God we've got Jesus. Don't you say, everybody just a Holy Ghost hallelujah for Jesus. <laughs> That's what I say. And so I'm not going to worship towards anything. You know, I, I mean, whew, that stirs me up a little bit. That's living inside of me. Isn't that something? Can you imagine who can bring an unclean a clean thing, <laughs> unclean. I mean, I start thinking about all them verses, brother. Ben, there is no. I mean, can you imagine somebody as vile, somebody as filthy, somebody as unrighteous, somebody as far from God as you? That God, in His loving kindness, those two words being brought together there. I've got, a, I've got some things that I that I read. Uh, let me just read this to you quickly. It said, "The divine love condescending to His creatures, more especially to sinners in unmerited kindness." Can I read that again? The divine, capital, divine love condescending to his creatures, more especially to sinners, in unmerited kindness. That's the best, def best definition of loving kindness I've ever heard. <laughs> the God of heaven that said he had to humble himself to behold the things that were upon the earth. You, can you believe that? That God that's so high and so holy that has to humble himself to, to, to behold us and does that very thing. He's done far beyond that. He's actually come and been the propitiation for your sins so he could live in you. Isn't that wonderful? Amen. Man, it just, I, I wish we knew the degrees that that, the, the, the depth of which that, uh, what all that means. I, I wish my mind could open up just for a minute. But anyway, he said, and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. 
for thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. You know, you know what bothers me more than anything with this whole situation going on in our country? You just can't get the truth out of nobody. I don't know how many times I've told my kids, I've done 10 times worse than they've ever probably thought about doing. I can deal and help you and love you through anything, but I can't if you won't be honest and tell me the truth. Don't you have a longing in your heart just for the truth? As ugly as it is, just give me the truth. When I get in the Word of God, when God's speaking to me, look, He doesn't mix words with me or try to make it fit. He just gives me the, just the unfiltered truth. And I like that. I can, I can deal with that. And, 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 and one thing that the, the, the psalmist is worshiping and praising God for here is you don't ever have to wonder about God. You just, God is the truth. And he, he's, he's just revealed everything that needs to be known and what is truth in the Bible. And you don't have to worry about what, anything about God's character. It's just always the truth. And I'm just, I thank God he just gave us the truth, aren't you? Don't you wish you could go up there and just grab a hold of somebody's uh, 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 collar or their shirt, or probably about two or three of them when you get a hold of, and just, and just try to get the truth out of them, about shake the truth out of them. Does anybody else have thoughts like that in their mind? God forgive me. Man, just be honest. Just, just give the truth. Just, man, you can just deal with the truth. And here he's saying, you know what I'm praising God for? I'm praising God just for the truth. His loving kindness and, and the truth. He's just, man, it just, you, you think about the word of God and all, I mean, where would we be? As she's talking about the cross, where would we be without the word of God guiding us through life? You know how confusing life is? Somebody said in that prayer letter, he said, all these children are different. Huh. He ain't kidding about that, is he, brother? You raise one, you think, well, and the next one comes and they're polar opposite of that other one. And uh, everybody's different. He made, he, made, he made mention of that. But isn't it good you can go to the Bible and the Bible gives you some, some foundational truth that you can deal with your children on. Where would you be without the truth? That is wonderful. And then he said, thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. And this one man said, and by giving the word of prophecy and fulfilling those words, thou hast magnified thy holy name above all things. Thou hast proved thyself to be ineffably great. <laughs> that just, isn't that something? He's magnified his word above his very name. Above all that we uh, think we know about the character of God, this much you can count on. God is faithful at promising and cannot lie. And God's, God's, Oh, well, let's, let me get to this. Other. I want to get down to the end of this thing. All right. And the day when I cried, thou answerest me and strengthenest me with the strength of my soul. You know what I'd have to say? I'd have to say in the day, uh, he said, in the day when I cried. Now that takes me back to salvation. I remember being there on that porch, brother. And I mean, I was crying and I, 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 my soul was so low. And I, I remember that time. But there's been times since I've been saved. I can't tell you the number of times that I cried, that I cried out to God and God strengthened my soul. You know what he's saying here? He said, look, I'm going to praise God for all that he is. I'm going to praise God for his loving kindness and for his truth. But I'm going to praise God that when I cry, he hears me and he answers my prayers. He gives strength to my soul. If nothing else, he, the things may not go the way that I want them to go in my prayer. But one thing I can tell you he does, he pours some strength into my soul. 
And I think a lot of us are just weary. We're weary. We've grown weary of this life. We've grown weary of these mortal bodies. And even the creation itself is groaning and travailing like a woman that's about to bear a child. And, to, and we're groaning and travailing together. And, but the, the, the Bible, uh, here in these verses, what I'm trying to do is not let you grow weary and well-doing and faint in your mind. Keep on going for Jesus. Don't give up. Don't quit. Keep on praising God. Praise Him more than you ever have. Say, well, I'm older now. I can't do it. Well, give it all you got. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I know one man said, give me this mountain that was promised to me. He's pretty old, wasn't he? (laughs) He said, by the grace of God, I'm going to get what God promised me he was going to give me. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. And this day when I cried, thou answerest me and strengthenest me with the strength in my soul. You say, well, I I can't recall. Why don't you recall back some of those times when you were so low? Maybe you were in in a health situation you didn't think you were going to make it through. Maybe you're in a situation in your family you didn't ever think you were going to make it out. Some of you can go right now in your mind and picture places you were sitting, places you were standing, places you were laying straight on your belly, just crying out to God to help you in that situation. And what did God do? And look at you now here in 2021. Here you still are for God. You know how that happened? God put some strength in your soul. And you know what he needs to do for us now? Just strengthen our soul now. And my soul, I'm just crying out to God. I'm so tired of this world. I'm so tired of the lies. I'm so tired of all that stuff. I'm so tired of getting caught up in all that mess. I just want to get back to God's business. God put some strength in my soul, a burden for sinners, and just help me to praise you and help me to preach the gospel until I die. That's all I, that's all I want. Just, just strengthen me, God, to be able to do what you want me to do. I need the strength. I, I, don't you? I need God's strength to be able to do some of this stuff. The best of us could give up tonight. Lord, I don't want to go through another four years of sodomites and marriage certificates and bathrooms and and perverts in the bathrooms and the uh, women's bathroom. I don't want to go through another four years of that mess. I need God to strengthen my soul (laughs) just to stay focused on the task. Now what's the task? Just keep praising Him. That's just, that's just be determined as a church, you know, what we're going to do. I'll probably, uh, I don't know, but I think as a church, about the best thing we can do during these times, be faithful to continue giving missions, trying to reach this world with the gospel. But if we, I'll tell you one thing, we can't slack up. We, be, we better get busy redeeming the time and get back to praising God for what he's done Amen. and what he's going to do. You know what is coming? You know these these they got the whole control now, but you know what you know you know what's going to come a day. There'll be a king that'll stand on the Mount of Olives, and if I'm not mistaken, he'll split it right in two so that there's a great valley underneath. <laughs> and you know what he's going to do? He's going to rule on this earth. I'm telling you, I believe that with all of my heart. I believe King Jesus is going to come, and at the time of restitution of all things, he's going to set everything wrong right, and he's going to rule and reign, and these kings are going to bow down at his name, and they're going to worship him, and he's going to rule in power. And you know what? I even If I'm not mistaken, I believe David's going to be there. I believe he resurrects David from the grave. 
You go back and check me on that. But I'm almost positive that's in that millennial kingdom. I'm telling you, there's coming a day. Don't lose heart, Christian, and don't faint because America may fall and God forbid it to happen. I don't want that to happen more than anything. But I'm telling you, if it were to, you and I haven't lost anything. We haven't lost no hope because King Jesus is coming to rule and he's going to reign and set everything right and the lion will lay down with the wolves and there'll be no more sorrow, no more pain, no more death. I'm telling you, the curse will be lifted, all the briars and thorns. That, are, that, that have cursed the ground. The curse will be lifted in that day. I'm telling you, you and I are going to a home uh, uh, that's even far greater than that. But I look forward to the time and when God restores the kingdom and it's upon the earth and he's ruling and reigning from Jerusalem. I look forward to that, don't you? But I got my eyes set a little bit beyond that. I got my eye is to this, uh, this, this new Jerusalem coming down from God out of heaven. It continue with forever. Don't you? Can you imagine how wonderful that'll be? I look forward to another day. Can you imagine? Up there, there'll be no convening. There'll be no Nancy Pelosi standing up there with that silly mask on her face and have to deal with all that mess. There'll be none of that foolishness. It'll just be Jesus ruling in righteousness. I hope you're going. I hope this ain't. Your, I hope this ain't all where your hope is, because there's another country that you can go to that's far greater than this one. And I tell you what, we'll do well just set our eyes on that city and just set our eyes beyond. And I'm not saying just turn over and flop over and give it to them. I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying it's going to be what it is going to be. We'll be the best citizens we can be by the grace of God and try to do all that we can do. But I'm going to tell you what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to get bogged down in a bunch of mess and splits and divisions and madness and fighting and all this bunch of mess over something going on in this country. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to resolve in my heart to keep praising God and preaching the gospel because I'm laying up for a city these builder and makers God and that's where I want my rewards to be not down here where some Democrat can take it from me and redistribute it to somebody else that wouldn't hit a lick of a snake if it's curled up to strike at him. I, I, I tell you, I'm tired of that. I'm tired of taking, robbing, robbing me and taking tax dollars from people, hardworking people like me and you and giving them to sorry people. God said let them starve and die if they won't work. That didn't cost nothing extra but that's just something that hurts that really bothers me. They ain't going to be in Jesus' kingdom. They won't be no lazy folks draining no tax dollars over there. <laughs> He'll be working. Amen. But it'll be joyful. You won't have to work. Jeremy's got a main ball. So does Joshua. And, uh, <laughs> but you know what? In that day, won't it be a joy to work for King Jesus? Won't it just be wonderful when we get into that, when that, when, when we get into our eternal home and we get into that city? Won't it just be wonderful to just worship the Lord all day and not have to fool with none of this? All this sin that's going on, all this mess that's in this country. And you know what? So I, I just, if anything, what's on my heart tonight, I just want to encourage you to just get your eyes on that city and just determine in yourself, I'm going to praise and I'm going to worship God because he owes me nothing. God has exceeded what you could have expected a long time ago. I just wanted my sins forgiven. Look what all I got. Is that it? That little Joe Bryant shuffle. I got to get a little bit better at that. That stirs my heart. 
I just wanted my sins forgiven. Didn't you want me? God, I just want, just be merciful to me, a sinner. And he did a whole lot more than that. <laughs> he's, 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 doing, he's doing a whole lot more than that in me. And this man said in that day, when I cry, they answer me, they'll strengthen me. And all the kings of the earth shall praise thee, O Lord, when they hear the words of thy mouth. And yea, they shall sing in the ways of the Lord, the great, uh, that for great is the glory of the Lord. Notice he said they'll sing and they'll praise. That looks pretty similar to what he's doing. He's praising in verse 1, and he's singing, and look at what the kings are doing. Praising and singing. You know what will help the people in our country more than anything? It ain't going to be nothing, no, nothing else that I know of other than me and you getting back to praising and singing, and just might maybe we might have an effect on this ungodly world. I don't know of anything better we could do. You're not going to change these people. You can argue with these people till you're blue in the face. Has anybody ever done that? I mean, you just argue with them until you just about act aggravated. You could quit. I'm telling you, until you're blue in the face, they're just not, they're not going to see it. They're not going to understand it. But you know what they will see? They will see a dark and a, and a, and a desperate world that's destitute of any righteousness, that's destitute of any real religion, any real uh, 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 presence of God amongst the people, any real love, any real charity, any real holiness. And they'll see some people that haven't given up that are going to keep on praising and singing and worshiping God. And I'm telling you, that will make a difference on this world when nothing else will. Preacher, what are we going to do? This thing's a mess. We're going to praise thee with my whole heart before the gods will I sing praise unto thee. That's what we're going to do. How's that sound? That sounds good to me, Brother E. I'd rather do that and fight and argue with that bunch anyhow. All the kings there shall praise thee. All right, we're done. Look here. Yea, they shall sing in the ways of the Lord, great as the glory. Look at verse 6. Though the Lord be high, yet hath he respect unto the lowly. But the proud he knoweth afar off. And uh, boy, I tell you, I love that verse. And uh, I won't preach that. We 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 got a uh, business meeting too tonight, and I I don't want to. But that word in verse number six here, that word hath respect. It literally means he sees to appear before him. So what it's saying here in verse number six, so the Lord be high, yet he he sees. Yet you, you the lowly, appear unto him. But the proud he knoweth afar off. He, he knows just enough about them. He knows all he needs to know about the proud. But you and me he knows in a different way. You ever think about that? Say, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not lowly. I think that should be an exhortation for us to humble ourselves, don't you? Somebody quoted that verse here not long ago. If my people should call by my name and they'll humble themselves, we're going to have to humble ourselves, aren't we? We're going to get humble again. When you got saved, you know what you were? You humbled yourself before the mighty hand of God. Amen. And we're going to have to get back to saying, God, we don't know what to do. This country's a mess. People are in a mess. And to be honest with you, in my heart's a mess. And you humble yourself before God. And I'm going to tell you something. God takes notice of that. God will see that. Well, you know what? It's kind of like, and I, I thought about this, and this is a silly illustration. This is silly. I'm going to be honest with you. I wish I had better illustrations. I'm going to have to get me some illustration books. It's kind of like, this is carnal. Now get ready. You ready, Cody? It's carnal. When I go up there and watch them Oakdale football games, and I have to do everything I can do not to lose my religion, and I watch these boys play football, I see you move too. He was on the football team too. When I'd watch that game, I seen everybody out there on that field. 
Y'all know what I'm saying here? I'm, I'm, well, here's what I'm trying to say. You played with 11 other people, 10 other people, 10 other people, or 11 other people on the other side. There was a whole field full of people. And I watched that whole thing go down. When you go to watch your kids play ball, you, you notice everything that goes on. But you know who you really got an eye on? You know who I really noticed of what they was doing? Now, I know that's carnal, but try to understand what I'm saying. So on that field, everything that's going on, and this one's over here doing this, this one's over here doing that. I, I see everything. I don't miss anything. But I'll tell you who I really got an eye on. I'm watching my kids. What I'm watching for, number one, is that they ain't making a fool of my name out there acting foolish. And I kill one of them. If you're going to knock somebody down and knock their helmet off, I mean, hit them as hard as you can hit them, but try to help them up and be nice at least, you know, be a Christian. I mean, get, that's like, give your whole hearts what it said now. No, I, I, I just using that carnally. I understand that, but here, what I'm trying to say is, it's, just, it's kind of like what is being pictured here. Not, not anything like a football. Please don't misunderstand me. What I'm trying to say is, this. God doesn't miss anything. He sees the proud. He knows what the proud are doing. He, he sees those up in Washington. He sees the proud. He knows all that they're doing. He knows everything about them, and he knows them at a distance. He know, he, he doesn't he doesn't have an eye on them like he sees me and you. He sees me and you in a special way. Because why? Because he started a work in us that he's got to perfect for his name's sake. He's got his eye on you in a special way. And so God sees the lowly. So you sit here and think, think well, there, you, know, you know what? I have this feeling sometimes. And I'm trying to come to a close here. But I have this feeling sometimes. What does it matter? Somebody like me, I can't make no effect on what goes on out here in the world. Does anybody ever feel that way? All this mess that's going on out here. It's not just in Washington. It's people in Rome County. Half of them messed up. They don't know if they're washing or hanging some of them. And you know what? I think, man, there's no use. I mean, we're not making any effect. I mean, people ain't listening. And how, how are we going to make uh, any respect? I mean, how are we going to make any kind of effect on anything? Well, the creator God of heaven, who is one day going to have all the kings of the earth bow at his feet and confess Jesus Christ as Lord, has his eye upon you. I think you can make a big difference if you ask me. You don't know what kind of difference you can make if we'll just do what we're supposed to do, just praise and worship God like we're supposed to, with no telling who, who we might have an impact on. And he says right here, he said, Though the Lord be high, yet he have respect unto the lowly, but the proud he knoweth afar off. And though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou wilt revive me. And I, I wanted to spend more time here, but I, I'm done here tonight. But this has stirred my heart. Though I walk in the midst of trouble. Here's, here, here's David, presumably David here, that's walking in the midst of trouble. And I think we can say the same now. You and I are walking in the midst of trouble. You don't think it's trouble. You just give it just a couple of months down the road and see what kind of trouble we got. You don't know the wickedness that these God-haters really have inside of them. And uh, you just start watching. I I'm telling you, if they'd have been in power when this thing happened, I they would have cut down on these churches like you wouldn't believe. And they will. I'm telling you, it's coming. It's got a whole lot more to do than they don't know whether they're a man or a woman. It's a whole lot worse than that. <laughs> Unbelievably. And uh, so we walk in the midst of trouble, and it's almost, it's almost just, it's almost just gets you so weary because there's so much trouble on every side, and it doesn't seem like there's any good going on. And he said, "But you know what? I am walking in the midst of all this trouble. I'm in the midst of a of a, of a generation of people that really don't even pretend to care about God. They're not even religious." People used to even act like it. They used to at least just at least show up to church every now and then. I mean, people don't even pretend anymore. They're not even unashamedly will they remove God from their prayers. Unashamedly in this country. So I don't know who they're praying to. 
unashamedly will they rip down Ten Commandments. They, they have no shame in removing God from every facet of life, every, every aspect of life in this country. They hate God. We are in the midst of trouble. And this man's walking in the midst of trouble. But you know what? He's got some songs going off in his heart. I'm going to praise God. I'm going to sing to him. Why, man? Because of the loving kindness and the truth. But here's something else. Because God will revive me in the midst of this trouble. Say, well, I don't know. I don't see revival happening. You know what? I don't know if I do either. We may not have revival in the country. We may not have it in the state. We may not have it in the, in the county. We may not have revival at Harriman Baptist Tabernacle. But this much I know. The faithful God of heaven will revive you in the midst of trouble. <laughs> and that's what I'm seeking. I don't want to try to straighten everybody else out. I want revival in my heart, Brother Shane. I mean, I want you to get revival. I want you to have revival. I want you to have revival in your heart. But God stirred me up. I want revival in my heart. Do you want that? Boy, I, do we at least see we need it? Do we see that we walk in the midst of trouble? We need revived in our heart, folks. We are, we are in desperate need of God reviving our hearts. And this man said, without a doubt, God will revive me in the midst of trouble. Hey, Brother Ben, we can have it. The world can be burning. We can be running the aisles shouting for God. We used to, if you think about it. I don't know if I could tell you who was president when I got saved. Now, I'm not saying, please don't misunderstand. I think some, to some degree we're guilty of removing ourselves too much out of public life. But I can tell you this much, I was just so caught up with Jesus, I don't know if I could tell you who was mad at who. I didn't know. I was just in, my heart was just in, in love with Jesus. That's what we need again, don't we? We need, we need to get some revival back where we get back in the place where God's seated on the throne of our hearts once again and we just fall in love with Jesus all over again. Reviving your heart. Say, well, I don't need that. Well, I wish you'd help me because I need it. Now, I'm going to say it one last time. We're going home. Look at what he said here. Thou shalt stretch forth thy hand against the wrath of mine enemy, and thy right hand shall save me. And I'm done with this verse. The Lord will perfect that which concerneth me. Thy mercy, O Lord, endureth forever. Now, can I say something here? I'm going to read you this last thing. I wrote this down here, and uh, I didn't write down who, who said it, so please forgive me for that. This is not mine. Um, there is no cry so pitiful as nothing to live for. And I'm going to tell you something. If you'll, if, you'll, if you'll be busy about reaching out to your brothers and sisters and other people in this world, you're going to find a despair in the hearts of people. They need us, folks, to get, get revival in our hearts. People are in despair. I've talked to people. I'm telling you, I have talked to at least, I, I mean, I can, I, I'll say at least five. I'll say at least five that I have talked to on my phone, on my cell phone, that have had thoughts of suicide since it started in February. You don't think people are in despair? And you know what they need? They need me and you on fire for Jesus again, don't they? I don't know anything better that we could do is just get our hearts stirred up for the Lord and fall in love with Him and praise and worship Him again. People need us. So I, can I exhort you not to give up? But He said there's no cry so pitiful as nothing to live for. On all hands there are disappointed folk who thinking of condition rather than character find life tame. 
And I'll go into the definition. But once let a man or woman reach this assurance that through all the various scenes of life, God is molding them and even by the strokes of doom, fashioning them to shape and use. And all life sparkles with glad significance. Now that's a mouthful. But you know what he's saying here? The fact that God has invested, you're his workmanship and he started a work in you, ought to bring some sparkles and glory to life itself. Well, there's nothing to live for. Oh yeah, there is. God started a work in you. God, you're God's workmanship. There's a lot to live for. So can I, can I tell you, if you're down tonight, if, you're, if you've even had those kind of, I'm telling you, if you, if you, are, if you are just in despair, that kind of despair, and you, you feel like, they, can I tell you something? There's a whole lot to live for. God himself started to work on you. And when you start looking at all of this stuff that brings you to the place where you feel that way, when you get brought to that place where you really don't feel like it's worth it anymore, when you start looking at those very things are things God brought in to mold you into the image that he has in his mind, whose name is Christ Jesus, life starts to look a little bit different. Somebody has taken active interest to make something out of me. And that somebody is Almighty God. Sounds like your life's pretty important to me, don't you? The Lord will perfect that which concerneth me. Now, now if man ain't as frail as he can be, we're done tonight. You can, I'm going to even close it. Will that make you feel better? If I close it? And I'm not going to close it then. I was hoping Don Montgomery would at least say something. Look at that last part there. Oh, Lord, the, thy mercy endureth forever. This last little part, if this don't show you the frailty of man, forsake not the works of thine own hands. <laughs> Brother Allen, he has just sat here with all the assurance that I think any man could muster up. God's not going to abandon me. God is going to perfect that which concerneth me. And then turns right around and says, God, please don't forget the work of thine hands. What a, fra- what a frailty man is. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, we know, you, you, know, you know Bible truth and you know the promises of God. But I'm telling you, sometimes you get into your heart and you feel like God has abandoned his work. But he has not. I promise you he has not. And so he turns right back around and says, oh, God, please don't forget me. <laughs> Boy, we're a mess without the Lord, ain't we? Hey. So maybe you just need to get down on an altar somewhere and cry out and say, God, please don't forget me. I I can tell you what the answer will be. I haven't and I won't. He's magnified his word above his name. So if he promised to stay with you, you can mark her down, buddy. He's not going to abandon you. So let's just resolve in our hearts. Brother Reed's going to come. We'll sing at least one verse. Brother Ben, I appreciate you being here tonight. But um, let's just have some resolve in our heart. You know what? Let's just worship God. Let's praise God. We got a lot to be praising Him for, don't we? He's been good to us. Do you believe that? So I don't know what everybody else is going to do, but I tell you what, I want to be the one that just goes on with the Lord praising and worshiping, don't you? Let's just sing unto Him. What are you going to sing, Brother Ray? 268. Revive us again. Revive us again.
Well, you ought to know this one, at least the first verse. Why don't you stand to your feet? You've been sitting a moment. We'll be dismissed. If you would, sing along with Brother Reed. He said, if you need a book, it's 268. 268. 268. But sing along with Brother Reed, if you would, please. And if you need to come, you feel free to come to the altar tonight.